A powerful gospel presentation. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are back at it today, uh, continuing on in Acts chapter 10. Today we're going to be focusing on verses 34 through 43. And this is the sermon, the presentation of the good news of the gospel that Peter presented to Cornelius and all those he had gathered at his house. And so these would be members of his household, close friends and associates, and others that Cornelius, perhaps perceiving in his spirit, needed to hear what Peter had to say. Um, By the point Peter gets Uh, to the first word of his sermon. It is so very clear to him that God has orchestrated this moment. (laughs) And as you can imagine, he goes for broke, and the Spirit working through him does some powerful things. Uh, So let's prepare our hearts as we read together verses 34 through 43. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We come hungry and ready, as we always do. Father, we believe your word And we trust in its authenticity. We trust in its reliability. We trust that it is enough. And we give you thanks for the gift of your word, O God. Um, Help us to be in the moment so that we might receive all you have for us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is Acts chapter 10, 34 through 43. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him, and we are witnesses of all that he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead." And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. This is maybe the second or third time uh, up to this point in the book of Acts that Luke records the spoken words of Peter in a large group setting where he has an opportunity to share the gospel. Uh, His first sermon coming just on the heels of Pentecost led to thousands of people coming to faith in Christ, as Luke records in the book of Acts. He's in a smaller setting here, a more intimate setting, in the home of a Gentile uh, soldier, um, a member of the Roman guard, and all of those that this person, Cornelius, has gathered to be with him for this meeting with Peter. 
the Holy Spirit orchestrated this gathering, first going to Cornelius to tell Cornelius to bring Peter because he had some things he wanted Peter to say to them. And Cornelius perceived in his spirit and filled his house up with people so that many hearts might encounter the message Peter has for him. And so this is Peter's sermon, and it's a powerful presentation of the gospel. First thing he starts with is uh, evidence that he's learned the lesson (laughs) that uh, God is no longer only concerned about his chosen people, Israel, but that he shows no partiality, that any person from any nation who fears him and does right, does what is right is acceptable to him. Um, He goes into the story of Jesus coming to the world, coming to God's chosen people, expressing the message of God's kingdom to them, healing the sick and the lame, the infirm, those who are oppressed by the the devil, um, and doing these great things in their midst. And I love what Peter says in verse 39, and we were all witnesses of this. We all saw what Jesus was doing. We all saw who he was. We all knew what he was all about. And he says in the second part of 39, they put him to death by hanging him on a tree. Jesus was speaking inconvenient truths. Jesus was stirring up the status quo. Jesus was bringing truth and light and freedom and healing to the oppressed. And the religious uh, structure reigning over it all believed that Jesus needed to be out of the way. And so, as Peter says, they put him to death by hanging him on a tree. Peter goes into the resurrection in verse 40, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear. Peter explains that Jesus, in coming back from the dead and being resurrected, did not appear to everyone, but only to those who were his followers, uh, who had been chosen by God as his witnesses. And he ate and drank with them. He fellowshiped with them until his eventual Um, uh, until his eventual leaving. Uh, And we see that in Acts chapter 1. Jesus is taken up into heaven and um, uh, is no longer on the earth, but he's still the living Christ who sits at the right hand of God in heaven. Uh, But Jesus spent time with his followers, those who would be his witnesses, preparing them, Uh, for his return to the Father, so that they might carry on the mission of the gospel in the world. And Peter says what Jesus instructed them to do. He left them with a mission, and that mission was he commanded them to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be the judge of of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness, and so he's rooting Jesus in prophecy, he's saying the, the one the prophet spoke of was revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, and those prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. So he's doing a masterful job of telling the story of the life of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the point of Jesus in coming, 
the mission that he left behind for the church and the gift of forgiveness uh, of sins through his name for all those who believe. Uh, He's laying out the gospel (laughs) in a beautiful and winsome way. Simple in so many ways, but it says it all. Um, He ties in all of the important points in his presentation of the gospel to Cornelius and those he gathered uh, in his home. Now, we're stopping short of what the Holy Spirit does (laughs) in the hearts of these people and their response to Peter's message. And that's why God made tomorrow. (laughs) And so we'll pick up with verses 44 through 48 tomorrow to see uh, how the Holy Spirit moves hearts in response to Peter's message. My friends, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study with me today. And I pray that these words would continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today. God bless.